0: The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is proudly presented by WinBet. So, of course, we're excited to announce: when listeners go and bet one hundred dollars at WinBet, they get a one hundred dollar free bet. And with the NFL season rolling, we know that's a smoking hot deal. Especially when you just gotta head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com/winbet and claim that awesome bonus one hundred dollar bet. That was sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by our very own SGPN Fantasy Group, where our SGPN Draft Kit has it all and already helped so many fantasy football managers this season dominate their drafts. And you will too, when you check out our fantasy football pro analyst sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And there's even more great news. This year's free roll football contest is also back and even better than ever with as much as $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Signing up is exclusive, so catch SGPN's free roll football contest over at the SGPN Discord at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord. Again, that's slash discord And of course, always let it ride with SGPN. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined with my good friend, the IDP tipster himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how is it going?
2: Oh, after this weekend, it's going even better than it was prior. It was an exciting weekend, I thought. It was an
1: insane week of IDP production. I don't think I've seen a week with Everyone that was supposed to produce pretty much produced this week. There were not a lot of guys that let us down. That's not how it's always going
2: to be, but it was good. Liked it. What I really liked was there were a lot of kind of lower key guys that actually did pop up yeah absolutely so
1: we got a ton to get into this week so we are going to get into it here uh starting with the news so let's start with the sgpn network's defensive player news update and we're going to start with jamal adams needing knee surgery in other news water is wet
2: uh yeah that was quick right
1: Yeah, not even a full game, not shocked at all. Um, Same thing with the second piece of news here. T.J. Watt gone for three to four months. The name is more like T.J. not going to give you a full season uh, because that's how he rolls.
2: Yeah, but man, when you when you got him, (laughs) you got him, you know, you get everything that he's got.
1: Yeah, yeah, he had a great game until he shattered into a million pieces, as is tradition. Uh, We're going to cover these news pieces in more depth, because we're going through every single team this week. So we'll get into the replacements and all that when we get there. We're just covering the big news right now. Uh, Derek Barnett, Eagles, pass rusher, ACL, done for the year. We'll talk about his replacement shortly. Safety, J. Ron Curse, Cowboys, diagnosed, rain, NCL, done for a little bit. Uh, not great. We'll talk about that, too. It's all bad news. Uh, Justin Simmons, injured reserve, safety, Broncos. And then last but not least, Eagles. Uh, Derek Barnett, uh, yeah, placed on injured reserve today from that torn ACLs. So- all right. So that's the huge news from week one. And once again, we're going to cover the waiver wire replacements, uh, you know, your backup plans, timetables, all that when we get to the individual teams that these all occurred on. But let's uh, start with our win bet rookie watch first uh, and talk about some of the week one rookies that really produced for us Uh who would you like this week? I know you're not a Gary is a noted rookie hater. Everyone should know that. <laughs>
2: That's so cruel. I, I don't hate rookies. I just don't, don't trust advise them. them. I don't trust them. I don't want them. I don't want to talk about them that much when it comes to their rookie season. Let me see what they're going to do first. But yes, your Devin Lloyd call was dead on. Um I think I might've had him in one deeper league format might've had him in there and been bit from that good game. Uh, other than that, I mean, you, you, you've got a few other players that uh, I guess are kind of.
1: Yeah, well, well, I mean, Jalen Petrie had a nice game, but everyone yes. on, on the Texans defense had a nice game.
2: Yes. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, Brisker looked really well, but he, did. I don't think, I, he didn't really, you know, pad the box score though
1: yeah yeah and the playing time was good for those guys well once again we'll get more into that when uh we get to those Alden teams. hutchinson
2: yeah Alden yeah hutchinson. right
1: that's that's mm-hmm. what i want to talk about a- aiden hutchinson played a lot oh, i think it was it was like what 90 percent of snaps or something but just one tackle how the hell is that
2: possible i don't know i'm biting my tongue till we get to the lions and that's what we're going to do folks that's what me and john has figured it is our best attack we both are spending days here uh you know looking over everything that happened from this weekend and we're going to be doing that every week and we're just going to share our thoughts we're just going to let you know we're just going to be that news let's talk idp versus nfl so i hope you guys all decide to hang with us for the rest of the season and check us out and we'll get back to rebuilding your rosters in the off season. sir john the floor is yours Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's the best way to do it. We're going to cover each team so that nothing
1: escapes us. Uh, But before we do that, let's pay the bills. First of all, we're sponsored by WinBet. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time for new customers. You bet 100, you get $100 free, $100 free bet. This is perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day. And you can also get a 100% deposit bonus up to a $1,000 at the WinBet Casino. Uh, make sure you check out their QB prop bet, first quarterback to throw five touchdowns in a game. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where Playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by the Free Roll Football Contest. The Free Roll Football Contests are here. We've got college football contests with up to $1,500 up for grabs plus an NFL contest with a $5,000 top prize and a two-night stay at the Wynn Las Vegas up for grabs as well. Those are both awesome prizes. So go over and sign up exclusively in our Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Discord. We're also brought to you by the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here. As week one kicks off, we need to get you ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team. You got to check out the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. It's got everything you need to get a competitive advantage. Uh, The Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports statistics, the Elias Sports Bureau. These guys are the official statisticians of United States Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access player stats, head-to-head comparisons, Elias key insights from their renowned research team, Really, your one-stop source for player news, league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, fantasy lineups each week, and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and coworkers. New features are available all the time, like player injury analysis, player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. Elias is the most respected research team in the industry. Quality information is their key. So I'm glad they created this app for accurate data, and it gives us important context. What I like about the app is that I can get accurate statistics. Uh, I know that the information I'm getting comes from basically the most respected uh, statistician uh, group in any major North American pro sport. Uh, So I downloaded it the other week, and I love it. So, yeah, the NFL season's here. Don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. Right now, they have a special offer. When you subscribe, get a 14-day free trial off the monthly subscription plan. But only if you use the promo code SGPN. You can find the Elias Game Plan betting app in the Play Store today. Make sure you can use the promo code SGPN. And lastly, we're brought to you by FuboTV. If you watch football, you need FuboTV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and professional football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. They've got over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices. Never miss a game or episode of your favorite shows and using the included cloud-based DVR. There's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com backslash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com backslash S-G-P. All righty. Bills are paid. Let's get into it. We're going to start with the NFC North and AFC North. Gary, you want to start us off with the NFC North?
2: Sure. I'm going to roll right in. Well, let's go with the uh, Bears. Um, let's see. We had a couple of highlights, I believe, besides Briscoe looking pretty damn good on the field. Uh, I think overall the shocker or the surprise producer would have probably been Dominique Robinson, the uh, defensive lineman. Uh, he had a nice chunk, but I believe it was still around the third DE's rotation type snaps. He had
1: a, didn't leave it like a couple of sacks. He had a huge game.
2: Yeah, it, and if I remember right, it was basically they shut down Quinn and Gibson, right. and Robinson actually took a big advantage he's a fifth rounder out of a miami Ohio. um he's definitely some guy that we're going to be keeping our eye on you know in a situation when it's like this uh my rule of thumb i don't know about yours john but is definitely to wait that couple of weeks you know i mean if he's a light waiver wire and i don't have to really you know uh get in line very high or put a big bid on him yeah sure if i got room i might tag him in there but most of the guy's like this is not worth this early to just jump on, uh, what you call it a flash in a pan. We'll, we'll see. I'm not saying that's what he is, but that's what we want to find out before we go, uh, you know, ignoring a wide receiver or something on the waiver wire for this guy. Yep, absolutely. Anybody stood out in the Bears for you? I mean, realistically, everything else for me was pretty well on par.
1: Oh, It was was all cut and dry. There weren't any uh, snap like surprises or anything. Um, Everyone pretty much did what they're supposed to do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Bears look pretty good. Right.
2: Well, then we'll roll on. Uh, See who you got for the AFC North or do you want to just stay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, we'll flip. We'll flip flap.
1: I like that. Heading over to the AFC North. Yeah, let's start with the Ravens here. So Patrick Queen, uh, if ever, anyone remembers last year, there was kind of a flip-flop with him and Josh Pines on who was going to be the inside linebacker that played the most. Uh, yeah, this year it's pretty cut and dry. Queen played every snap. He had a decent game in production. It looks like he's locked in that role, so that's looking good to go. Uh, Justin Houston did have a surprise sack. I would trust that as far as I can throw him with no arms. So 0%. I'm, I'm not running out there and grabbing that. The playing time was okay, but he's, he's getting long in the tooth. And as Gary said, there's like a rule of three. I need two or three games of good snaps, good production that I'm interested. We're not there yet. So pass on that. Um, Marcus Peters didn't play. Kyle Fuller went to IR. He tore his ACL. So they're going to be light at corner. Uh, I don't exactly know who the backup options are yet, but you can check my article on Friday at idpguys.org if you're interested in that. Beyond that, everything looked good. Uh, Oh, one big surprise here was Kyle Hamilton only played 50% of snaps. It was Chuck Clark and uh, Marcus Williams got every snap. uh, And both had actually pretty good games. Uh, Oh, yeah.
2: Chuck had a revenge Revenge did. started, did. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, because uh, he hadn't produced like that all last season, I don't think, in one game. Uh, and uh, you got to get impressed with Marcus Williams, but mm. you know, man, yeah, I what do you think? I'm not running out. If I need a defensive back, I think I've got a few other options I would rather go after. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're going to cover some guys here, I think, that are better just because Marcus Williams plays a lot deeper, and I think mm-hmm. he had a, p- a pick, and that kind of helped his stats he had a bunch of tackles but he, he definitely that pick helped quite a bit and i just don't trust it yet
2: covered it john so we'll jump back over to the nfc north and i'm gonna go with let's go with the packers um let's see we didn't have the rookie quay, quay i'm gonna say his name wrong john what is it quay oh uh quay, quay walker
1: yeah he got yeah. banged up towards the end of this one i think
2: yeah yeah even he's down and out I don't even think he got that many snaps in if I remember but besides the point I don't think he was really uh going to produce that much uh they also lost Chris Barnes so it's really falling down on Campbell right now uh he, he's got to feel a little bit of pressure to make sure that he stays healthy I'm sure but there was nothing Jaron Reed I was I was pleasantly surprised that he was a decent interior defensive lineman and there next to Kenny Clark. I was wondering how that would work and could be that flash in the pan, but we'll see. Um, realistically when it comes to, you know, Gary, the edge rushers, uh, mm, Gary yeah, looked good. Gary, looked I think good. Preston Smith looked good on tape, but I, if I remember right, he did not record any really good stats.
1: Yeah. Gary had the good stats. Um, S- Smith, not as much, but, uh, he did. I think he played enough.
2: Yeah. Right. Preston Smith's going to be hit and miss, and it's going to be a little bit tough to probably figure him out. He's either going to get on a roll like he has in the past, and you're going to be able to use him for a little while, or all of a sudden he's just unreliable. You're just not going to be able to get it you know, consistently done every week with him. Uh, really like where Gary is. It was kind of status quo uh, when it comes to the rest of them. Anything for you up here with the Packers?
1: Nope, not really. Uh I mean there was some corner stuff, but that's we're not here for that. So Yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, <laughs> you you want to tickle your fancy, fantasy football fancy with some cornerback talk. I I won't call foul.
1: Yeah, well I mean they they switched uh Stokes and Razul Douglas. Uh, uh only played like 60% of snaps this week and that's weird. Weird and yeah. wild, so that's a little strange. But everything else, you're right. Look, looked fine. So yeah, Packers look okay. We'll keep an eye on that uh backup or other inside linebacker situation. Get you some news on that when it comes out. All righty, let's hit the Bengals over in the AFC North. So Logan Wilson played every snap at a monster game. Looked great. Jesse Bates played every snap, but he was so deep, he. Didn't do much production-wise. Uh, Von Bell was okay. Uh, Jermaine Pratt actually had pretty solid production. Played about, I think it was 70% of snaps this week. So, you know, like we said in previous episodes, good LB3, four deeper leagues. Uh, Hubbard didn't do much. Hendrickson didn't do much. Kind of quiet game for those guys, but they'll be fine. And uh, yeah, beyond that, I mean, those are really the key components we look at uh, on that defense. No surprises in playing time. Uh, and as for defensive line with Hubbard and Hendrickson, that's that's nature of the position. They're they're going to blow up some weeks. They're going to be quiet others. And that's just how it be.
2: I actually watched this game living here in Ohio, but I was a little bit disappointed in B.J. Hill and D.J. Reader. I thought they'd be able to take a little bit more production from the interior defensive line in this one, especially B.J. Hill. I still expect him to have a decent season, uh, a good season. But, you know, Pittsburgh kind of had the Bengals on their heels. I think it really affected both sides of the ball uh, the way that they were playing. It was a little bit of a shocker for Jesse Bates to go that shallow on his uh, box score there. It was a little Mm. disappointing. But either way, it was pretty well status quo. I think we're, you know, we're going to see better games out of this whole group um, as a whole as time moves on and Bengals figure out whatever the hell went wrong. I also think that uh, with with Harris going down or Harris coming in, kind of you know favoring that injured ankle that he had going on, probably affect that run game a lot and probably affected on how much interior defensive lineman production there was uh what kind of opportunities that Hendricks and Hubbard would have and uh just the game flow had the whole defense on its heels this time around yeah that
1: was a weird one for sure who, who else you got in the NFC North
2: Ah, NFC North let's see we're gonna go over the Lions Alex Anzalone and where where have you been all my life I'm just kidding folks I've been a I, I I've kind of pegged him last year he he did break out but he never managed to break out to the point that he was a real consistent like linebacker one or anything he was more of a fill-in type guy for bye weeks if anything and then towards this end of the season I had him on a couple of uh, lineups uh, there because he got on a little bit of a hot streak but then you got the uh, rookie Hutchison You know, he was shut down. And I, you know, hopefully nobody had him in their lineups, you know, necessarily. He is a rookie. I mean, it's so tempting to do. And I would have probably, if I had paid any of the prices to get him this year, I I would have probably had him in too just because of the name and what he had done. But it's not shocking to see. What is shocking to see is Charles Harris coming out of the gate revived making a statement and coming off the game that he had as a long time veteran. He's got to be right now. If I was looking for a uh, edge or defensive end play or a DL play um, and it was a deeper bench and I didn't necessarily was, you know, I'm not going to drop some stud for him, but I definitely would put him on my roster. What are you thinking about him?
1: Yeah, no, he he was he got hot like middle to end of last year and kept it going and he's picked right back up this year yeah. and the, the playing time's fine. The production's there. I got no problem with grabbing Charles Harris if you need defensive line help.
2: Right. Let's see the rookie linebacker Rodriguez, I believe I mean, that had to be a pretty big disappointment for IDP managers in, in the production box, if I remember right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was right. So I I think it was what, like 60% of snaps, something like that. What I did see, and I can't take credit for this. This was the IDP show guys that let me know about this is he had the highest PFF grade on the team. I believe it was. So he played really well and we know Anzalone sucks. So it's it's just a matter of time.
2: So what are you going to ask for, other than, you know, uh box of tissues for Derek Barnes, truther. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> so uh, let's, let's skip over to, let's see, we got what we probably could have expected out of Tracy Walker. Hopefully that sticks completely through the entire season yep. with no uh, uh, in and out of the roster. Like we've seen with him in the past, Elliot, the uh, Raven free safety that came over, played for him. He had a productive game, considering. Um, it depends on your scoring format. So sometimes, keep that in mind, folks. I could be sitting here talking about somebody in a format, it's in a balanced format that actually had a couple of good plays and good production. But then when you go look at them in yours, your league, they didn't because your scoring's different from mine. So it, don't ever think that we're just making shit up understand it leagues vary from one to the other and i've had that happen before maybe say John would mention somebody and I'd go look and I'm thinking, okay, well in my league, but then I'm looking at the scoring and it kind of makes sense. It really depends. It's a, it's a fine yeah, line.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and just, you're right. This is something I'm guilty of. When I say someone had a good game, I'm assuming that your league scores pass defenses, tackle for loss, half sacks, mm-hmm. full, full right. sacks, uh, right. tackle assists, regular tackles, <laughs> all those things. Um, right. there, there are even some leagues that score negative yardage for sacks, for God's sakes. Like if I could, I would, in every league I'd have it. Cause I'm a degenerate asshole. You know that. Um, right. So-
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. And I'm sitting here while you're, you're saying that and I'm thinking, okay. Cause the first thing I look at, I knew Elliot had a good game. He had six solo tackles for yeah. free safety. That is a freaking, that's good great. Game. And yeah, it doesn't matter how you score it. So, you know, that's how that's kind of how we're looking at it and you got to keep in mind too that when we're talking about this we're usually talking and thinking of base tackles combined tackles because that's the only consistent thing in 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 idp in every league right
1: yeah lions look good you covered it all um i'm i'm with you i'm a little worried about walker just having the snaps all year but we'll let you know if something changes looks good right now So let's head on over to the Browns. Uh, Miles Garrett did Miles Garrett things. He's fine. Clowney had a good game too. He's fine. Uh, For linebackers, JOK was the guy to have on your team. Uh, Anthony Walker saw a little dip and he rotated with, uh, I forget the third guy. It's no one you need. But uh, Jock looks fine. Uh, It was John Johnson. It was Grand Delpit. So Mike Wollert was the right. Um the corners were quiet, and that's pretty much the whole team. Not a lot of surprises uh I didn't look at the interior defensive line guys yet, but you know that that's not a team you really look at for star power there
2: uh at the moment anyway. I think no so. it's more of an absorb absorption type thing when you get Garrett and Clowney on the outside. Right. Uh, the only thing that i could, that stands out to me, hey, hey John Johnson, welcome back to i d p relevancy for a game sir could you please do us a (laughs) favor and do it for two or three games and show us the last year was just a transition thing as you showed these guys how to run this secondary from within so basically what i'm saying is keep an eye on john johnson he was a former db1 prospect uh prior to joining the browns and it's a possibility if we can get some consistency out of the position this year he will be valuable possibly Mm -hmm. Uh, Walker, I was kind of disappointed in his snap counts. I believe he, for Anthony Walker being a middle inside linebacker, run stopper, normally he only had like 50% of the snap Nope, let's see, 67% of the snaps did very little with it.
1: That's that, yeah, it's down from last year for sure. Jet, Jack, right. Je, Jeremiah Wusukoromo, that's the guy you want. Everyone else, it looks like shenanigans. Yeah,
2: and he didn't have a great game. Yeah,
1: he was okay though. The playing time's there. That that's right. the that's you know, production right. follows playing time. Absolutely. All right, Vikings. Who we got? Double check
2: in everything. Hey, we got another guy back, Hunter. It's good to see him on the field, even though if he didn't blow it up, he still blew it up enough to be encouraged that he has been worth holding on to. Zadarius Smith, I mean, you, what can you say about this guy? He's he's just a producer when it comes to coming off the edge. I mean, the guy's been doing it, too, at different teams for a few years. It's, it's really tempting if he's free in a league for me to stick him at the end of my bench. I'll probably wait more until bye weeks. If he gets on a roll before I get a hold of him for some of these bye weeks coming up or something, then I'm not going to be too disappointed. Um, uh, that is an option. Kendricks was down. Uh, Jordan Hicks, I mean, what can, what can I say, mm. folks? I'm going to pat myself on the back. I I just think it was ridiculous back uh, when Hicks joined Minnesota, how his ADP and his draft board stock fell. It's happened to him for the last two to three years. It was Javon Collins taking his job last year at, in the offseason, so, so it hampered this guy. And then it turned around the year before that, it was supposed to be uh, Devon J. Campbell. Taking and then Simmons got drafted that year too. I looked, he's had triple digits for the last three years, and he's turned around and uh, been a top 20. I think was the worst that I've seen him in my leagues when it comes to production. And those same three years, he just doesn't get the respect. He showed up here. Now we have a problem because now I'm really concerned from what we've seen the Hendrix and, and Hicks playing both that amount of time. Hicks absorbing most of the production. There's only going to be so much production per game. So we're looking at two full-time guys that are capable of absorbing it. But who do you play? Who's going to be the better guy? And what I think it's going to come down to is it's going to fluctuate from week to week. You're going to see them split this production. You're going to see them both have okay games just solid games and then the next week you'll have another guy it's just going to be like two cornerbacks on a team one on one side of the field one on the other one will get targeted one will have all the plays come his way and he'll have all the production and the other guy will do like kendrick's did and barely get anything it's just something we're going to have to deal with it's a new situation with this new defensive scheme that got running it's just uh hold on and uh ride you, you really don't have a choice. If it becomes a problem, that's when, when you'll have to adjust. Uh, you got to love Cannon him. He got the snaps. He was definitely the starter. He didn't have a top game by, by far, but it was just still nice to see him get those uh, 100% of the snaps. And he did it over the rookie, which I believe didn't see any playing time. I don't have he, him down for at least one. Yeah, snaps. yeah. He
1: he was he was dinged up. Yeah, I okay. think they ca- called him inactive. That's good though. That that locks mm-hmm. in buying him even more for us. And the guy is still free. I just mm-hmm. picked up I've picked up like five or six shares of him in waivers yesterday, for God's sakes. Like no yeah. no one has still picked up on this, and he's a corner in most places playing safety for God's sakes. Like this right. is this is free money. It's right. free real it's free right. real estate for God's sakes. Go get go get it.
2: Yeah. It's, it's not one of those guys. It's just good. You got to go and look at like, he's going to blow up as a sure bet TV one. This is a new scheme. We were projecting a little bit off of what we had seen Xavier Woods and some former uh, uh, Viking free safeties do. So everything's pointing up. So Mm -hmm. definitely get, get your shares of him. I gotta be honest. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan because I've been on his bandwagon for a while now. But uh, there's a couple of other guys we're going to be talking about. I think I might put on my uh, waiver wire uh, list first. Um, and I I do get, I keep saying waiver wire and you folks are probably going to get this a little bit later than the waiver wires, but I'm just kind of, you know, expressing my uh, 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 intentions of how much value is I can place on a guy.
1: Yep. And you never know uh, your right. league mates might've missed something, check some of these names that we talk right. about. And you never know.
2: If they're anything like me, you're running in there on Fridays and Saturdays, even Sunday mornings, and you're grabbing stuff off the waiver. Well, where's the scraps at? Give me the scraps.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that's uh, that's the Vikings right there. Everything looks pretty good there, except maybe the inside linebacker situation. We'll keep an eye on that. And last but not least for the AFC North, the Steelers, uh, Minka with the huge game. Everyone knows about that. He played every snap. He went nuts that. Nothing changed there. Uh, TJ Watt, uh, gone for three to four months, torn bicep or whatever it was. peck, uh, not shocking in the least. Um, so Malik Reed is going to be the direct replacement outside linebacker for him. He's a guy from Denver that has had some good production in the past. That's not a bad option if you need a pass rush linebacker or a even better, a DL in sleeper. That's where his value is, DL and sleeper. Um, Alex Highsmith, monster game. His value May not go up, but his playing time is going to go up, that's for sure. So uh, go grab some Alex Highsmith if you need it for another DL in sleeper or pass rush linebacker in most other places. Um, Miles Jack played okay, had some good production, played about 80% of snaps. That's fine for LB three or four. Uh, We don't need to talk corners. Um, Cameron Hayward did Cameron Hayward things. He played his amount of snaps. He's great as a defensive tackle. He's solid as a defensive line. Not a lot of surprises there. Um, And then uh, who's that other interior defensive lineman I'm trying to think of right now?
0: Uh,
2: Oh, I don't know. Waterboy? I don't know. It, uh, that's that's pretty cool i mean i was not expecting miles jack to come in and dominate those uh snaps like he did uh we are you just can't trust that though so if you're looking at miles jack right now he's you know in a trade offer or, or something like that uh, i'd be more up to trading him to buying the buying it that this is going to last the entire year uh i do like Molik reed i've been a little fan of his for the last couple of years in denver there that that does have a lot of upside looking uh at getting uh, at his production in the future uh when it comes to highsmith i just really you know replace watt i'm going to throw out a big warning folks he's had this opportunity before and quite frankly he didn't do it from the uh, at do it very well at all he he basically is the same guy on whether whichever position he plays the weak side or the strong side which uh you know normally the weak side where Watt plays you get a lot more opportunities for some production come from the blind side but Heisman is just a guy you know so i i guess the warning is don't expect Watt Watt numbers or production out of this guy if we get it that's great but Uh, The odds are he's done this before, and he's just an average Joe. So um, there's nothing special there.
1: Mm -hmm. And the other guy was Larry Ogunjilby. Had a pretty good game, played pretty good snaps. No real surprises in Pittsburgh uh, other than the injury to Watt, which I'm not surprised at uh, in the least. Uh, So that is the NFC and ASC North. What do we got next? We got the NFC and AFC South. Uh, Gary, which one do you want? I'll give you a dealer's choice. You want the NFC South?
2: Go with Carolina, I suppose. Okay. Nothing stands out. Xavier Woods, he did pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, considering that him and Chen looks like they we're the leading producers on the team. Uh, nothing really standing out here. Lack of production for Thompson. Uh, 75- lack, of,
1: per- lack of snaps,
2: too. Yeah, it's 75% he- of them, yep.
1: Yeah, that's a little weird. But uh I saw a couple of beat writers say that that they're just easing him back into things, so
2: right. That makes I would
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't be too worried about that.
2: Like to have seen a little bit more out of Matt Ioannidis. but mm. you know, you get what you got going there and mm-hmm. it can still turn around. Damian Wilson had a decent game. Uh folks don't bite into the Damian Wilson too too hard because it was less than forty percent of the snaps. Corey Littleton. 35% of the snaps, no production. I mean, realistically, this is like uh, we, it was like coming into the season just to see what happened after the dust settled. And you shouldn't have had too high expectations for anybody on the team except for po- probably Thompson, Chin, Woods, Burns. Yep. That's how I would look at it uh, when it would come to IDP. Anything standing out to you? No,
1: everyone that we wanted to produce, produced, except for right. Thompson. And uh that's just because he was banged up in the offseason. He didn't mm-hmm. play his normal snaps, I feel like. Well,
2: I guess we're moving on. Who do you have in the AFC South Force?
1: All righty. I'm going to start with the Texans. And the big story was Camu Grugier-Hill, 100% of snaps, 18 combined tackles, uh, in a lot of leagues, he was the lead producer at linebacker this week. Um, you know, especially if he didn't score sacks highly. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to play a lot. He's going to have a lot of combined tackles. But the problem with him is he's not that good. His PFF score, I think, was like thirty or something. It's terrible. So Were we he, won. Yeah, he's he's going to get oh. replaced replaced at some point. Exactly oh. right. So oh my he, God. he can't. Everyone's going to run out to the waiver wire and grab this guy. Just know that the rug is getting pulled out at some point. So just keep yeah, that in mind.
2: You, logically, that should be the right solution. If you're uh, on a team in an our organization that wants to win, I I don't know, man, they can't quit. It's like, the, it's like he's their crack. I feel that same way. <laughs> I feel that same way about, uh um, um, Oh, what's uh what's the t- Titans Titans. They, they, oh, uh, Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like, the, yeah, it, it's like they, they can't put the pipe down and walk away from these two.
1: <laughs> so just be careful with Camus Grugier-Hill. Kirksey also played a bunch of snaps, had decent production. Both of those linebackers are anything but set in stone, but we'll give you a warning if we see the train coming down the tracks. Uh, Jalen Petrie, good game. Uh, the other safety there, uh, can't even remember his name, uh, good game
2: dude i am gonna just gonna butt in right here because i had spent the last couple of months if john me and john don't read each other's content that'd be silly because then we'd influence what we each, each other thought so mm-hmm. we usually butt heads here but in the past i have been pumping jonathan owens uh in a little bit of articles here and there and talked about him here and there uh he actually was the one that he he outproduced everybody if i remember right i don't think that uh, overproduced him. I'm looking at my numbers. I apologize. Uh, what about Jerry Hughes real quick while I'm looking this up? Man, don't bite that. I don't I don't buy into that at all. I don't think he's going to be able to produce that. Good. Jerry Hughes was uh, absorbing some production there or something.
1: Yeah, yeah we mentioned that in the past. Greenard's the guy to have there. Hughes is just a warm body for them. Uh, but, yeah, their safeties, their linebackers played great. But this is also a full overtime game. They got all 10 uh, minutes of overtime, so an extra quarter basically of right. production against a Jonathan Taylor team that ran the ball a ton. Uh, So these were bloated and inflated like my lower intestines after Taco Bell stats, right? right. This, this is not normal stats.
2: Well, yeah, that's why Jonathan at Owens had 15 combined tackles Uh one pass defended. Those are, you know, numbers that we probably won't see again as he's trying to tell you. Uh, but I really like Owens. I'm going to get back on that bandwagon, and I'm thinking about playing him. If he can pull off another decent game in a row, because I do believe even Eric Murray made a good IDP living with this position off and on last year. is highly productive.
1: Yep. So yeah, we, I mean, we've talked about all the producers here, no surprises playing time, no real waiver wire pickups, other than the people that uh, we mentioned right there and be careful with them. That's it for the it's,
2: Texans. It's, it's way early. It's way early folks. Hopefully you're not in a position unless heaven forbid you had an injury that you're even in this position where you're needing people. Uh, I'm leading on to, we're still in the South. Let's see. I did Carolina. You want to go to the saints? Sure. Oh, Mr. Pete Warner. Great game. 81% of the snaps. Gotta like that too. Could have been a lot worse. I was expecting 65% or something Mm. uh, just because of the role of them re-signing Demarius Davis, which hampered some of the off season love. Uh, Let's see. Marcus Davenport. (laughs) Man, I, I, we warned you. We warned you. Uh, hopefully he can get himself together because uh, it was actually a favorable matchup. Uh, I believe Cameron Jordan took advantage of that situation on the other side. Uh, what was, oh, Marcus May. <laughs> Man, of course he's going to come out and blow up the first week. I, you got to give him kudos. You, if you are looking for somebody, it looks like he's going to be productive by default, if nothing else. Uh, I'm just not a huge fan of the guy uh, anymore. But, um, John, what do you have for us? Anything? No,
1: there were no surprises here. Um, Status quo. Yeah, status quo. Everyone we expected to produce, produce. There are no waiver wire guys except Pete Werner. We have mentioned
2: him before, though, so that's not a surprise. Right, right. And in those shallower leagues, he might not still be because uh, he's still not the main guy down there. Let's see him produce let's see him uh, do a few more of these games that consistently get 80% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. There's our concern. I I'm afraid to have that rug. You're going to tell these, if I tell people to go and get him early in the week in an article and he's got a great matchup, that'll be the week he goes out and he trots out with 35% of the snaps and two tackles.
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll wait on it. We'll want, you know, watch for a couple few weeks and when it feels solid, then we'll recommend it. Yep. So heading over to the Colts. Uh, yeah. So no Darius Shaq Leonard, it was Zaire Franklin that saw the lion's share of snaps in relief. However, EJ speed still did see 50% of snaps and some three linebacker sets. And he landed a sack. So everyone and their brother's going to think EJ speeds the guy now, he, he's not. He didn't even play half the game. Stay the hell away from that. Uh, yeah, he was it, just it,
2: basically playing the strong the strong side linebacker position. Right,
1: right. So yeah, if it's, it's not it's, Darius Leonard, you want Zaire Franklin, uh, Bobby Okereke is the best option to have there because mm-hmm. he didn't cost anything and he produces better than most of those guys. Um, mm-hmm. Nick Cross played pretty good. Saw some good snaps. Let's see. Buckner was okay. He's banged up though. He missed practice today, so we got to keep an eye on that. Quiddy pay had a monster game, uh, saw saw an increase in snaps, so that looks good. Uh, What happened with uh, our favorite guy there, Ngakwe? I didn't even see.
2: What do you mean, what happened? Exactly what I expected to happen. Did we expect anything special? I mean, I I just think his role, basically, the way that they do this line and who who they rotate when it comes to passing downs, it's not surprising to see Kitty Pace set up to break out like he did. I have not watched the tape. I suspect that he's just really kicking inside when it says passing downs. So it, it's not shocking to see him come up flat.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm checking the snaps
2: as we speak. Oh, uh, He played 81%. I'm looking straight at him here, John.
0: Oh, <clears throat> that's wow.
1: Yeah. And Gakwe did. Wow. That's okay. Yeah. Well, pay, pay still at 79. So that's pretty good. Yeah. That's right. I'd much rather have pay younger, better, better draft capital, all that. So, Other than that, no one really here to pick up. Uh, Maybe Pay and some medium to deeper leagues. But uh, other than that, pretty status quo. And we'll keep an eye on DeForest Buckner going into the weekend.
2: All right. Atlanta. How about some Atlanta talk? How about some clapping for Walker? I see Malik Walker pay it off for everybody that uh, held on to him for the offseason. Richie Grant, uh, Jalen Hawkins both looked pretty good and performed pretty well. We have to figure that they should have decent seasons, considering the line in front of them. They don't have much of a pass rush. Uh, Lorenzo Carter, I think he did have a half sack, possibly. Uh, Grady Jarrett absorbed uh, his normal type production. Uh, Troy Anderson, no playing time. Yes, I'm just I'm was, just kind of going over these names, my, folks. Yep. Some my, people my, might know them.
1: Michael Walker was the guy. Rashawn Evans yeah. was the guy.
2: Anyone else on here you might want to hit on?
1: Nope. The the important news here is Michael Walker and Rashawn Evans are the guys that are playing the most snaps at linebacker with no Deion Jones. That's what the people need to know.
2: All right. Moving right along.
1: All right, we got the Titans, and the big news here was Jeffrey Simmons' monster game, monster game, absolutely Mm. destroying everything in his path. The the new DT1, perhaps, we can't say it yet, but eventually he will be.
2: Uh, I've been saying it. I've been saying it. Well,
1: not not while Donald still draws breath.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he looks like the future.
1: Beyond that, the uh, normal producers did their normal things. Uh, both Zach Cunningham and David Long hit their projections. No crazy fluctuations in their normal playing time. Kevin BR did his thing. How'd your guy Amani Hooker do? I didn't even look.
2: I uh, see ninety-three percent of the snaps. I was just clicking on him. Three solo, one assist, one pass defended, one interception. Ooh. So, ah, I mean it's it's a it's a little bit of a flash in a pan kind of a thing with the pass defended and you have the interception added on. Uh, So you're looking at four combined 3M solos. Not bad. I didn't actually have them uh, marked down as having a great matchup to begin with last week, so it's on par. Mm -hmm.
1: And, yep, beyond that, not a lot of guys that we really want to touch here unless you got someone else.
2: Uh, for some of those guys in the deeper form match, I'm keeping an eye on Rashad Weaver. He's, an, uh, one of the pass rushers. He did end up with about 48% of the snaps and, uh, he, he probably played a lot with Landry out. He was, he's going to start playing a lot more. I'm really interested to see what he can do in the future. Mm-hmm. Other than that. No. So we'll move right along to who do I have left? Let's see, we went Saints, uh, we went Bucks. Falcons, Bucks. We're going straight to the Bucks. all right. Uh, let's see, Devin White, did his normal, Levante David. I expected him to get a little bit more, uh, but instead White got it, but still. Winfield's a lock, of course. Mike Edwards had a decent game. He's the new starting free safety. Uh, I think this is the kind of games you're going to see out of Mike Edwards. This is the kind of games an average that Jordan Whitehead used to have when he played the position for the last few years there. Uh, Shaq Barrett, uh, you know, it happens. First game of the year. Uh, he come up sackless. Not much to talk about. Uh, looks like at JTS, uh, the other outside linebacker, Joe Tyrone something. Uh, he's not going to be much. It doesn't look like uh, nobody really overproduced. Nobody's standing out here. Everything pretty well went in line with what we were expecting. No surprises, I don't think. You got anything for us?
1: No, nah, Keem Hicks didn't do much, but that's okay. That's a deeper league thing anyway. So, other than right. that, the, the normal guys did their normal things. We're looking pretty good.
2: Yeah. Actually, that that uh, that game was. Did you watch that game? Yeah. Yeah. That Bucks look terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cowboys look worse. So. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, all right. Let's wrap up the AFC South with the Jags. Uh, yep. So Devin Lloyd, I think it was 80, 90% of snaps, had a perfectly acceptable game, hit his projection. Uh, Fue, Luacan, this is not the Falcons. This, that set up, he is not going to produce like that. He did not produce like that. Uh, it's a whole different ball game for him. So uh, apologies if you drafted him thinking you were getting that again because it ain't happening. He did play you know, enough. He played hundred percent of snaps. So he's looking good. Uh, Josh Allen looked good. Trayvon Walker is the surprise here because the Jags usually screw things up and he uh-huh. looked pretty good for a rookie, huh, Gary?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I, I opened that up. It was yesterday I was doing the edge rusher charts and I'm going to take this opportunity to roll folks to tell you that, believe it or not, my crazy ass has my own app. And you can check out all my start, sit, power rankings and dynasty rankings, rolling waiver wires and everything. If you just check out my Twitter, probably would be the best and easiest way because you'll see that I got all kinds of links that can get you to the app and and get you to the site to get you uh, signed up for that. Uh, It's free up for the first three weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gotta love Trevon Walker. Everybody just kind of wrote that whole situation off, you know. Like you said, maybe they got this one right on a big swing with a pure athlete that's just going to dominate. Uh let's see it happen again.
1: Yep, and then Andre Cisco finally got his uh locked in starting safety job, 100% of snaps, decent production, so that looks good. They had that projection all screwed up last week. Uh he's the starter, so he's looking good to go there. Uh beyond that, not a ton going on.
2: No, no, avoid um, but it does look like they might have fixed the other side of the edge with Walker. I mean, that is a little bit exciting. Uh, Lloyd's production, Muma. I believe my other shocker was playing strong side linebacker. I don't think he got the gig very long. No, nope, 10% of the snaps. So I know there were a lot of people out there that really thought Muma had a shot.
1: That's all right. He's just an injury away. So, yep, that was the AFC and NFC South. Let's pay a few more bills, then we'll come back and wrap up the rest of the divisions. Uh, I want to tell you about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in their pick'em contest versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leadership board for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and get 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five players or props, player props, With their over and unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, PGA Tour, MMA, and NASCAR, that is no house advantage. We're also brought to you by promoguy.us for all your sports bettors out there. I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called promoguy.us. At promoguy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking thousands of dollars in risk-free deposits, insane odd boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. Promoguy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's Promoguy.us.
0: Did you know Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players? You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I use it for mine. They also just celebrated passing 4 million users. And even more great news, you could win big on Sleeper by playing their new over under games. First, pick any sport and choose two or more players that you like. Then pick the over under and when you pick correctly, you could win anywhere from 2 times to over 20 times the money you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into your fantasy experience. But the main reason i'm excited about over under on sleeper is i can enter my buddies contests and enjoy the the apps built-in group chat where i can see and copy my friends picks with the tap of a button and you know we always have fun when it comes to talking sports so what are you waiting for stop what you're doing and go download sleeper now to play their new over under game have fun with your friends and family and make some money On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGP. It's how you'll get that $100 match with your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. And see Sleeper's terms of use for details.
1: All right, we're going to fire things back up here with the NFC and AFC East. Let's go with Gary and the Cowboys to lead things off.
2: Ah, oh, Michael Parsons on par. Huh. Welcome back, Mr. Vanderish. And he had 85% of the snaps while he produced. That was
1: surprising, when, right? With freaking Barr there and yeah. Jabril Cox. What the hell?
2: Yeah. It's sometimes doing this when you, when you <clears throat> like, you know, I've been on the Anthony Barr. I really like Anthony Barr being on this squad, and I still like Anthony Barr surfacing in the long run. But for the first game, hey, you got to give Van Esch his kudos. And he did do it with 85% of the snaps. So it's kind of like they either set him up to succeed or he's going to lose his job probably. So we'll have to see how that, that works out. Let's um, see. I think the other probable disappointment to anybody might be the Dorrance Armstrong. This would be in some deeper formats. He only ended up with 45% of the snaps and no or very little production to talk about. Uh, let's see Malik hooker, nothing there. We, I, I actually seen some people calling him a breakout. I, I, I was confused about that. Did you see that? Yeah. In IDP, well, in well,
1: well, J runs out for God knows how long. So mm-hmm. he, he may just be relevant as a warm body now, but not before this week.
2: No, right now it's, you're going, they're going to go straight to Donovan Wilson, He's the guy that's kind of played that role in the past. He's uh ser- service boy. He kind of plays out of control. He's a f- kind of more of a, just a, a really good athlete. Uh, he will be productive if he's playing up that, that safety in Dan Quinn's uh, scheme. It's productive by fault, how you want to look at it. If you're a cursed manager, you probably are looking for that type of level of production to replace it with, and Wilson can probably do that for you. I don't think that I have anything else stands out to me. How about you?
1: Nope, just corner stuff, and this ain't the place for that. So we're good. We're good. Moving on. Uh, Okay, we'll start the AFC East with the Bills. Bills are one of the most consistent, reliable, and locked-in defenses on the planet. They do the same thing every single week. That includes starting Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano for basically every snap. Both of them did fine. Both of them look good. Starting Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer for every snap. Both of them looked fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Both of them look good. Problem was Jordan Poyer only had two solo tackles and he saved his game with a late pick. So be careful there. It might behoove you to look for a backup option if we keep seeing stuff like that. But for now, he's okay. Greg Russo looked awesome. He saw a 20% bump in snaps this year. Uh, so far, anyway, up to like 70%. Uh, Von Miller looked awesome. Uh, he got to rest a little bit in the fourth quarter. I expect him to play more than whatever it was, 50%, 55% of snaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not buying the Jordan Phillips stuff or any of the random guys that got sacks. My grandmother could have gotten a sack against that uh, Rams offensive line in week one. So if it's not Russo, if it's not Von Miller, I'm not interested. And that's it. Those are your producers. Uh, oh, what's his face? Ed Oliver got dinged up too, but I don't think it's a major injury. I think he'll be okay for this week.
2: Everybody got a sack in this game, if I remember right. And his defensive lineman did have a great game. Congratulations to Ruscio and Vaughn Miller. Um, it'll still be interesting to see what kind of snaps that Von Miller does play going forward. We basically still nailed it, even though, I mean, a lot of us are, were worried about him. He did have the great game, but we're still worried about these snaps, folks. If he's playing as strong side linebacker that or that edge rusher position for them, and he's, he's still going to have trouble to be consistent. We'll see how long the the gas lasts in the tank because he looked like a 20-year-old out there in that game. Um, let's see. You got to worry about Poirier if their defensive line is getting better. So moving right on to Marcus Hepps with the Eagles. I'm not shocked here, personally, John. I've talked about him. I loved it. The only guy on the team. Oh, no, wait a minute. Ah, I have been quoting this wrong. It said at the time when I was saying this, so if you've seen my articles, I quoted that Marcus Hepps was the only defensive player to play 100% of the snaps. That was based off bad information. I apologize. He was one of two. Edwards was the other. Uh, let's see we did have an injury with brandon graham but, but realistically for the last two years we haven't missed anything with him uh josh sweet is going to probably move into that blind side or that weak side rushing role uh i'm just going to kind of call it like the Highsmith. he's had that opportunity in the past to really shine and he's just a guy he's a guy he's not i don't think that he's got any upper tier one in him uh from what we've seen in the past uh I really don't expect any huge changes. I guess the big news would be that the rookie inside linebacker didn't get shit for snaps. Kaiser White did. Look, Kaiser White did have a pretty good game when you watch him on film. He, he had some good coverage plays. Um, but overall, I think everything else is stand- standard there. I am excited about Epps.
1: Yeah, Nekobi Dean didn't play much and yep, that's it. You you got it. We're looking good Baker. So dolphins, they fluctuate all the time. You can't trust anything really except Javon Holland, a couple corners, Emmanuel Agba. Uh, Agba was great. Jalen Phillips saw a bump in playing time. The production was not there, but it will be. I'm pretty sure about that. Brandon Jones looked good. Uh, Javon Holland got lucky with a pick. That's been his MO. He's a splash play guy, but he does get it done pretty often so he's good as like a safety two three four in deeper leagues that type deal um not a lot of crazy stuff here that i saw um you just can't trust much uh linebacker wise at least on this uh dolphins team uh, you know baker could be in for 100 snap 100 percent of snaps one week in like 10 the next week so i don't play any linebackers here i'm okay with holland i'm okay with uh the safety jones i'm okay with agba i'm okay with phillips i'm okay with christian Wilson, wilkins and their corners and that's it i'm
2: good this one here is a stinger me and john were talking before we started recording and i i ended up 50 50 on my prop bets this past past week on idp players So and Javon Holland was actually one of the ones that I lost and I'm I'm biting or I'm kicking myself in the ass right now because when I originally looked at it I have been a Brandon Jones fan called him out as a breakout a couple of years ago Um, so I started to go with him but I had to look at the numbers And the consistency towards the end of last year, and it was favoring Holland. So I wrote it on Holland because both of them had a line of like three and a half on uh, solo tackles. And Holland came up one half short, one tackle short, basically. So that one bit me in the ass. And all the production went to Brandon Jones. But to watch those guys on third down coming in and kind of subbing in as a hybrid linebacker, uh, for passing downs. Uh, these guys are going to be the heart and soul of production. Jeremy Baker is that productive by default 100% guy, linebacker. That's the only two that I really want to touch right now. Jalen Phillips, I was uh, a little bit disappointed in his game, but it seemed like Ogbog absorbed most of that defensive line production. Let's see. I think we'll just move along then. I don't think I have anything else, so we're shit i can't remember my own teams man
1: oh you you could do
2: giants or uh washington without john folks i would be lost (laughs) i'm telling you every time we get together at the beginning i'm like running around my hair on fire i hadn't quite got this done that done and john's like we got this man just just shut up (laughs) all right the Giants. So yeah, everybody, have, you know, got what they expected out of Crowder and playing time. Mm. He didn't have like a huge game or anything. Uh, none of them did. Z- even Xavier McKinney, which I was expecting a huge game out of, only, only did had limited production. Julian Love, no standouts. No standouts in this contest. Anything for you?
1: No, not really. The guys that played played the right amount of time, so I'm not worried about McKinney or Crowder. Giving right. us those those big games and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to check something real quick. I bet you anything the Giants won time of possession. No, they didn't. They lost by two minutes. But still, this didn't go how we thought it would go. Everyone thought the Titans would just murder them with Derrick Henry and just run them into the ground, and that didn't happen. It was a very even back-and-forth game. I think that hurt some of the IDP production for these guys. Uh, That's where their value is, is that the Giants suck, and they're going to be on on the field a lot, and that didn't happen this week.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah everything should level itself out here in the next couple of weeks.
1: Yep. Uh, Okay. So that be the G men moving over to the Patriots. Another Maddenly maddening, maddeningly, Jesus frustrating team. Uh, Much like the dolphins. You can't trust any other linebackers. Jawan Bentley is the closest thing to a sure thing there. And he ain't even close to a sure thing. He had a nice week though. He is banged up. So be careful with that. Duggar uh, played his normal 80, 85% of snaps, whatever it was, had a fine game with production. McCourty, as is tradition, was the only guy that played close to every snap. Everything else is random and frustrating and ridiculous because it's the Patriots. Gerbil Peppers did nothing and barely played, so that's a wasted pick if anyone told you to go out and get that loser. And then what else we got here? Matt Judon. Matt Judon was great. Matt Judon continues to be great. I love Matt Judon. Uh, That's probably him and Duggar, the only Patriots that I will play. And uh, he remains consistent and effective.
2: Devin McCourty wanted to throw shit in the game and actually come out and record a tackle or two in this contest at the beginning of the year. (laughs) folks, Ignore him. Ignore him. He'll average like two tackles a month later on. It's
1: weird because he plays the most every week, but he does nothing with it for IDP production. Yeah, Yeah, it's very Yeah, he's
2: just back here commanding commanding the troops in front of him pretty much. Uh, Dietrich Wise, uh, he's a little bit of an interesting hit. He had a really good game. 83% of the snaps is a defensive lineman. We'll we'll just keep an eye on that. That's uh, kind of an outlier. Does that wrap them up? I got one more.
1: Washington, Uh, Washington, yep.
2: Yep. John's not driving. I'm crashing. (laughs) Let's see. The kind of a notable thing, you guys might have a cornerback play with William jackson kendall fuller i could have swore kendall fuller was on ir or hurt no that's kyle kyle fuller okay yep. all right holcomb disappointing 100 of Ooh. the snaps folks i mean that that's a big hit and of course that's going to happen week one if it's going to happen uh i'm not too concerned about this um um uh, Jalen Davis didn't come out impressed with 92% of the snaps. He's questionable right now. I'm not sure of that injury. Not sure if I give a shit until he shows up. Uh Jonathan Allen. Let's see. Good, good, decent game. Uh, no, yeah, he had a good game. He's questionable, unfortunately. Montez Sweat, we got what we figured out of him. You know, I, I don't I just don't see a lot of these backups for these edge rushers. They were losing, you know, we don't have Young right now. I don't I don't see too many of them standing up and doing much. Ah, Curl was out. Curl was out, so all that production went to Derek, Derek Forrest. Forrest. Yeah. Whoever the hell that is, yes. Well, let me take a look at this kid real quick, because there was one, I think they have a Percy Butler. No, that's not, okay. No, I don't know who the hell this fucker is, but yep. if you guys are looking for his replacement in some deep leagues, it looks like the guy's solid. Yep.
1: Right. Just make sure Curl's actually not going to play because his injury designation and Yahoo changed today in between my lunch break and getting home from work. And it looks like he might play. So keep an eye on that.
2: (laughs) And a a little bit of, uh, you know, that's in a deeper format that you would do that because a little bit of a suggestion is that we do figure Curl's coming back. So when you're working a waiver wires or you're doing something like this, you know, if someone like we've already mentioned Epps, Owens, uh, buying them all these other free safeties that, you know, like even Marcus Williams, I'd rather go get them and know they're going to have their, 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 their production for the entire season as a starter than I am trying to replace curl with a replacement and waste my time because then I got to replace them again down the road. Exactly. I'm I'm probably going through DBs like water anyways, but you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. If you're going to make a waiver move and spend fab, do it for someone you're going to use all season. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: love that uh yeah no i got nothing else on washington the biggest surprise for me was Jamin davis actually did see significant playing time for the first time i think ever so uh, yeah, we'll we'll right. see if the production follows but uh i will leave it when i see it
2: yeah uh, it's kind of hard to make that call when you turn around and you look at holcomb and holcomb didn't do shit and he played 100 percent of the snaps and we know he can produce every week so we're going to kind of give this whole situation a pass here
1: yeah, we'll circle back, no doubt. And uh, we'll finish up the Easts, plural, with the Jets. Uh, Jets, business as usual. C.J. Mosley was excellent, played every snap. Quincy was the other inside linebacker to have here. But Quan is right on his tail, it was only, I think, what, 20 30% of snaps behind him. And Quan, I believe, graded out better. Uh, and we just know is better. So Quincy's probably going to get displaced at some point. Jordan Whitehead good game. He's dinged up though. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Quinnen didn't do much. Uh, is there anyone else here that's worth anything?
2: Carl Lawson fans. I'm sorry. 51% no production. He may get eased in here. Kind of, kind of so tired of kicking that horse let's see jordan whitehead i really would have liked to have seen a little bit more out of that i could think we was everybody was expecting that it might be in the uh idp you know writers or circles or whatever uh, that should have been a no-brainer and i think this whole williams brother williams brother thing that you said that, that the jets had going on last year i i, I really buy that yeah. Uh, Quincy. With, I'm talking about Quincy Williams folks. Right. Uh, With
1: Quan there. I don't get it, but I, I think that's going to fix itself at some point.
2: <laughs> yeah. You would think you would yeah. think, right.
1: Uh, I was hoping
2: a little bit more out of Jacob Martin. He only seen 33% of the snaps. Uh, he, he's a DL folks. So uh, just kind of rattling on about him. I, I don't know. I don't have much more to add uh, CJ Mosley.
1: Business as usual here. So let's uh wrap things up with the Wests because I've got work in like six hours. So moving on to the AFC West. Uh or sorry, NFC West, we'll start with Gary. Uh, who you got first for the NFC West? We're gonna start off with
2: San Fran. We had, I am not gonna say that kid's name. He was a starting strong safety, second-year guy. Uh, I'm not a believer in this position, and I don't think this is gonna repeat itself. You spell it H U F A N G A.
1: A fungus. Okay, so real quick, not to derail things, but this was more a production of Mother Nature, I feel like, than this role or anything else. It was a freaking monsoon. Uh the Bears completed eight passes, only attempted 17. Trey Lance looked like shit. This was this was a total rain out like shit show disaster. Uh, no one could do anything on offense. So Hafunga just came up into the box and provided run support because that's all anyone was doing was
2: running. If you're running out, he's one of your top options to try to trade for or something. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to, I think me and John can both say it's safe to look elsewhere. Uh, the consistency is just probably not going to be there. When it comes to Greenlaw and Alish, Alashir. Um, I think there was a few people that was waiting just to see who would end up with uh, the full-time job. Of course it was green law. Yeah. yeah. Nothing special. Nick Boza does his thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the lack of maybe some of the production across the rest of the defensive line might be a little bit shocking, but um, other than that, I don't think I have anything for you. Any, who you got for the West AFC?
1: No, that, was, that that covers it. Armstead oh. hit his pr- projection, which was good. That's all we're looking for, so that was fine. Yep. All right. Uh, heading over to the AFC West, uh, Broncos. So, yeah, so uh, with Josie Jewell out, it was Singleton in. Everyone's going to see that Singleton hit his projection and go out and grab him. Don't do that because the second Josie Jewell's back, he's gone. It's going to be uh, Josie Jewell and Jonas Griffith not Alex Singleton. So just skip it, but don't even bother. Uh, Justin Simmons went to IR Caden Stearns is the replacement at safety. I wouldn't go chasing that down. That's not a super like consistent position in the first place as a role on that defense. And Caden Stearns is sure as shit, not Justin Simmons. So I would skip that. Um, Bradley Chubb showed up. That's a rare occasion. So that was nice. Um, yeah. And then, uh, that's, that's all I got. What else did you see for Denver or anything?
2: Ah, no, I think he, Justin Simmons is out, you said, right? Covered yep. that point, so yep. no. That's no, the big really. one. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the NFL, Bradley Chubb. Let's see if you can do it again. All right, so rolling right over to Arizona. Let's see. Unfortunately, Jalen Thompson is not questionable. He had a good game. I see they got a couple Marcus Wilson, their cornerback is also see Zaven Collins came in and enter, ended up out producing Isaiah Sims. Both of them played full-time snaps, the whole situation with the Vic night, Nick Vigil. Do you, do you have an update for us on that one?
1: Yeah, it looks like they gave Zaven the nod and Nick Vigil did eventually get beat out in camp. Uh, I, I, We'll just wait and see, right? Like if you got if you're in a deeper league and you got the bench space, hold on to vigil because all it takes is an injury or uh Zavin to be Zavin and you know miss some calls or miss some tackles and vigil's right well, in there.
2: And and that's I can remember reading about this. Uh there weren't a lot of favorable reports on his play. Of course, there also wasn't on Simmons. Simmons didn't have a great game. Um, but, uh, he, he spent a lot, Simmons spent a lot of his time covering Kelsch in the slot. So, um, I'm not, I mean, it's Travis Kelsch and he's got, he's got Darren Waller this coming week that'll probably Mm. be covering. So, um, might be a good time to buy really low on Simmons, watch him hit the waiver wire. Um, but I can tell you, I can tell you personally, if Simmons doesn't pick it up real quick, he'll be out of my lineup. Real fast off my roster, and I'll be replacing them. I'm not screwing around with these guys. <laughs> they, it, it's gotten. I've gotten aggravated with their whole inside linebacker position over the last two years. And and if somebody else wants the two trees in the middle of the defense, they can have them anymore. <laughs> not much of a pass rush going on there for the Cardinals.
1: Okay, so let's have a look at the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs came out and dominated. Um, so furious George Carl That's his nickname. I just learned that this week. That's a cool nickname. Uh, didn't, didn't do much, but he played enough. Like what was it? 60, 70% of snaps and he had a really good pressure rate. So that's indicative of eventual production. If you need a pass rusher in deeper leagues, um, beyond that, um, we really want to look at Nick Bolton here, right? So I think he saw about 70% of snaps. What was it? 77% of snaps this week. That's not bad for the chiefs. The chiefs rarely give an inside linebacker enough playing time to be productive. And we saw Bolton produce really well with this kind of uh, playing time last year. So that makes me feel a little better about Nick Bolton. Um, And Justin Reed did okay. Uh I believe he saw every snap. Let me just confirm that.
2: 87% for Bolton, 87% for Justin. Oh, you Martin, know what? Everyone
1: Arnold. everyone sat a good chunk of the fourth quarter here. That's yeah. that's that's what we're looking at. Yep. Right. Uh, Willie yeah. Willie
2: Gay had 73, nothing, yep. no production. Right, right.
1: So, okay. So let's factor that in here. the The, the Chiefs beat the living piss out of the like, uh, out of excuse me, out of the Cardinals. So, uh, if we extrapolate this out, it looks like Bolton's going to play enough, Reed's going to play enough. So we don't need to worry about those guys. And yeah, we you know got what we we're basically looking for out of these guys. No real boom, crazy games at anyone. All I right, saw. I got a
2: question for you, real quick. So we have the cornerback that blew up. I'm pretty sure. Oh, sneed he, yeah. I, yeah, he kind of came on the scene last year. I'm not sure what his rostered percentage is. I'm interested in him. Is he worth a look?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And okay. and in that in that division, that's uh you know what's six or so games a year against some of the greatest theoretically passing offenses in the NFL. I I don't know if we could say that about Denver, but the rest are right. pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually caught some of the game until It got ugly, ugly, and um, uh, he looked like he was the slot guy, basically. He looked like the main guy in the secondary out of all the safeties and the cornerbacks. So uh, they're they're kind of a, a hairy situation to pick out who will produce each week in the secondary. So I guess we're moving right along. I'm just rattling on at this point. Got anything you'd like to add about them?
1: no the uh the guys that we really wanted to look
2: good looked okay, and that's fine. We'll take it all right, well, let's go ahead and just skip to Seattle. uh we got a lot of love going on for a guy that had I think is probably gonna be a flash in the pan, and that is that Nawasu. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be hard to buy into that that that, that he's going to stick. He's not playing inside linebacker. Cody Barton and Brooks have that covered. So he's going to be doing every all of his damage off the edge. And I'm just not buying into that. Uh, Jamal Adams is hurt. Josh Jones. Of course, you know, we covered that at the beginning of the show. Nobody's super shocked here. Uh, it, it's hard to, you know, it, it's sad. I don't like being one of those guys, John, that, that put a injury history label on somebody but, uh, man, they, they just need to actually just just sew this label to his ass, I guess, because it's really mm. disappointing. Um, nothing else, really. I, I don't think, uh, other than Cody Barton actually emerging and it looks like uh, this year's Brooks, I don't think anything else stands out to me. No,
1: nope, yeah, Bart- Barton looks great. Brooks looks, yep. looks great. Who's the replacement for um, Adam? I'm thinking...
2: The well, Josh Jones, jo- okay. Yeah, Josh Jones. It looks like he's going to, yeah, yeah, he got 80% of the snaps his last time. Um, I believe that's what I read too yesterday. So, nice. uh, there, there, yeah, that would be another option. But there was a lot of defensive back waiver wire options this week. So,
1: yep, those are your main targets for Seattle uh yep heading on over to the raiders so uh denzel perryman got dinged up in this one i read today that it was not a major injury so he should be back that kind of muddies the waters once again because divine diablo played 94 percent of snaps but the only problem was perryman only played like 30 percent, 40 and and now we don't know again uh mm-hmm. but but it looks like it's going to be diablo and perryman uh Jayon Brown still managed 66% of snaps, but this is a wait and see thing. We'll see how next week uh, or we need a full week of all these guys healthy to figure out what the hell is going on. And we'll report back from there. Uh, but beyond that, the, the normal guys did their normal things. Crosby played almost every snap, had a really good game. Chandler Jones was in for 90% of snaps. So that's more than enough playing time for him. Jonathan Abram had an excellent game, played almost every snap. Um, I did see something crazy here about the other safety Trayvon Moe Where the hell is he? Uh, 37% of snaps. I think he got hurt in this one.
2: Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Nothing to see there either way.
1: Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't produce actually, uh, right. Duran Harmon appears to be the backup. That's nothing you want a part of. Uh, so yep. That's the Raiders.
2: Like I said, I was avoiding Crosby and Chandler last week. I didn't think that both of them could produce. And that's exactly really what happened here. And I think we're going to have that problem the rest of the season. That leaves me with Los Angeles Rams. Let's see. Ernest Jones had a big game. Nice flash plays. Not enough snaps to really think that that can hang with it. I mean, he did everything that Ernest Jones did in that game. On t- national TV, he did with less than 60% of the snaps. That's that's not going to be enough to g- trust going forward. Bobby Wagner did Bobby Wagner 100% things. Uh, Greg Gaines was a little bit disappointing. Aaron Donald was kind of held in check. Of course, we threw some warnings out about matchups and what can happen with uh, the, the Bills and Josh Allen, how the game flow could go. Let's see, Nick Scott, I guess this is the really big news that I could say other than the fact that to, uh, to mention Ernest Jones. Nick Scott, I threw it out there multiple times on the pod, I believe, and in, in articles, uh, he's replaced Jordan Foyer as the main starting free safety. He had a good game. This is a uh, un, unknown rookie. There's not been a lot out here about this kid. Let me make sure that he is. No, I apologize. This guy is a 2019 seventh rounder. We're gonna roll right on to this. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, Jordan Fuller is just a backup. That that's really Leonard Floyd didn't have any anything to do. Uh just kind of status quo game.
1: Yeah, and, and Greg Gaines may not have produced, but he played enough. So he'll he'll give us oh, something yes. at some point, I feel like. Yep.
2: Oh, it will, yeah. Uh, that was my last one.
1: Yep. Sounds good. I'll wrap it up with the Chargers. So Chargers, big surprise here was Kenneth Communication Issues Murray played 71% of snaps and led all inside linebackers in playing time, including Drew Tranquil, who is light years better than him. So that makes no freaking sense at all. I expect that'll work itself out in the next few weeks here as the coaching staff and the rest of the nation catches on to how terrible – kenneth murray is so we'll just wait for nature to take its course on that right. one
2: right uh, yeah beyond, that, that's realistically you're 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 hitting that it, it'll just it'll just happen It's right. like it's like yeah. a flower blooming every morning every year we see this
1: yeah and and beyond that no surprises it was still nasir adderley and derwin james is the two safety options bosa and mac both played a ton both looked awesome um yeah, Kyle Noy saw almost 50% of snaps. That's something to keep an eye on uh, in much deeper leagues. But that's it. Everything looks status quo except the inside linebackers here. And let's just give that some time to shake out.
2: Welcome back, Mr. Matt. Yeah, seriously. Huge game, yep. two
1: sacks. Yep. I'm glad to see that. Yes, sir. Me too. So, all right, let's pay the bills one more time, and then we'll get out of here for the week with a quick last segment. Uh, We are brought to you by Run Your Pool. So Run Your Pool is the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's your one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 $500 in cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com backslash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com backslash SGPN. We're also brought to you by OddsTrader. Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from those sportsbooks to get the best deals possible. Uh, Some of the other key features of OddsTrader include handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, and a bet tracker that allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So, head on over to oddstrader.com/backslash blue wire. That's oddstrader.com/backslash blue wire. Odds Trader. it's the number one site for all your game day bets. And we're going to wrap it up here with a little uh, degenerate shit. Uh, Gary, you got some IDP prop bets for us this week. What do you got?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I was checking out DraftKings on tomorrow night's games. The only ones that I'm really interested in is they have uh, and and it's funny because I'm going to go right to the sacks Uh, but it's Joey Boza and Kyle Mack both of them only need one sack so it's .75 plus 160 for Boza I'm taking the over I think he uh, can get a definitely get a sack I look back over the last couple of uh, years and the games that he does play gets at least a half a sack uh, prior to that he struggled a little bit with the chiefs but i'm going to go ahead and take that and then we have Kyle mack there's no reason i think these are two pretty ones i think you got a great chance of sitting there and winning both of these bets he is at 0. 0.75 plus 135 on the over um, both of the unders for both see the for boza was negative 220 for mac it was negative 185. Then guys make sure check this one out too because I'm kind of surprised that they even have it up here yet. But Miles Garrett 0.25 with a sack versus the Jets.
1: So that means mm. even even half a sack counts. That's insane.
2: Mm. Yeah. What are they yeah. what are they doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's Miles Garrett. You know, it, what right. I mean? it, right. He could he could be playing the best offensive line in the league, whoever that might be. He could be playing the Browns. He could be playing them damn selves. This is a no brainer. I mean, this is just as it makes, I don't know. Of course, I've thought I've seen some other no brainers and they went left so far. Mm, so you never know. we'll see how that yeah. goes. But that is very interesting. I would definitely uh, take the over if I was going with that.
1: Yeah, no argument here. Yeah, uh you know, it, the the thing with the 0. 0.25 is if he even gets half a sack, if it, if someone else makes contact in the with the quarterback and he helps bring the guy down, there you go. You you won the yep. bet. Yeah, that's yep, beautiful. There it is. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. Uh, Okay, I think we're going to skip the IDP consult this week because we're already at an hour and 40 minutes and uh, I got work in the morning. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thank you everyone for listening this week. This is probably going to be the format going forward as we'll break down the previous week of games, give you the waiver wire guys, talk about the playing time, guys that are going up, guys that are going down, guys that you should get, guys that you should blast out the airlock. Uh, Gary, any parting words?
2: um let's see parting words let me think all right real quick here um because i'm gonna be cutting that fucking out i was reading something man sorry
1: <laughs> no worries
2: <laughs> all right so you just asked me any nope nothing let's uh regroup and get this done again next week
1: absolutely good luck in week two everyone we'll see you same time same place next week have a good weekend take care everyone